0: Cleveland, congratulations to Baker Mayfield, number six. Hopefully, he'll only have one wedding. And congratulations, Jack. It's Super Sunday. How are you, buddy? I'm good.
1: It's uh, it's already been a long day, but uh, no, excited. It's uh, had my first. Well, I'd done, already done an NFL rookie draft, but uh, this I had my first uh, redraft league today, and uh, managed to bag OBJ.
0: Excellent. If you can remember, who was the uh, first player that went off the board?
1: The first player that went off the board was uh, Ezekiel Elliott.
0: Mm. And where did you take Odell? I took Odell in
1: the second round. um, So that was with the uh, 12th pick of the draft.
0: 10-man league, yeah? Yep. Make no room for me?
1: No, this is uh, my home league. So this is the fourth year off the top of my head um, we've been drafting so uh no it's with uh, adam from five yard rush got to be someone you who's know. not
0: like really doing their team every week that you can just get booed out and i can replace them uh,
1: not at the minute but uh hey you never know you never never know. never say no
0: but mate it's really early to be doing a draft there right
1: yeah it's just uh with it being sort of the home league, we always make sure we have our annual catch-up to do it. So uh, this was when worked. So, uh, hey, it's always a bit risky doing it early because someone might get injured, but that's all part of the fun and uh, gives us something to look out for in camp. Is X player doing well? Is X player not doing well? And uh, no one knows quite what the depth charts are at yet. Also uh, picked up David Njoku for my uh, single tight end. So grabbed him in the seventh round. So happy with that addition as well.
0: Excellent. And uh, do you do it face to face or is it online?
1: So um, it was about half and half because uh, some people are out of the country at the minute, some are uh, got other stuff going on today. But uh, no, the vast majority were face in there. So uh, no, it's good fun.
0: Excellent. Well, the podcast today is going to be something a bit different. We're going to try and rank the position rooms from strength, the strongest, to the weakest. How do you feel about that, Jack? I think it's a good challenge.
1: um, Just to run through what the rooms are. So we're going with quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, O-line as a whole, defensive end, defensive tackle, linebacker, cornerback, safety. So no kickers, no special teams. um, That's fine. Um, Because special teams, at the end of the day, it's not just the one individual. It's a much wider part of the pump return team and everything else. So um, it's just the um, sort of 11-man offense, defense um, ranking those rooms.
0: And we're going to go with our predicted roster, yeah? Like what we think realistically is going to happen, yeah?
1: Yeah, obviously there might be injuries or additions of different players between them. We're looking at basically the team as it is now, Um, Not just the starters, the depth, we're rating the whole room, obviously not equal. I've worked on sort of the basis of two thirds of my weightings towards the starter and then about a third for the uh, backup.
0: And are we including Hunt from uh, day one or? Not from day one, he's got half the season. Okay, so we kind of factor that in as well, yeah? Yeah. All right, Jack, I'm going to say wide receiver, strongest room, what are you going to go with?
1: I'm gonna go running back, um, and for me, it's the strongest running back room in the entire NFL. So um, that that for me is why it's number one. Um, I' not sure we have another room I would put in the top five in the NFL. Um, so for me, it's number one in the NFL, and that and that's why running back for me has to be top of this list. Are
0: you making that decision on paper? or actually what you can see and feel in Breer at the moment? Um, It's a mixture of the two because it's
1: based on what we've seen tried and tested and delivered. Um, Because we look at the wide receiver room, there's a lot of potential in there. Higgins and Callaway have incredible potential, haven't quite done it yet in the league. Um, Jarvis Landry racks up volume, but not the... Production um, and the efficiency, and obviously, OBJ is a fantastic talent and does have an injury question mark over him, but I, I don't see that being a problem. Um, whereas, running back, you've got Nick Chubb who despite a, a slight hiccup at the end of the season, had 1,000 yards. You've got Duke Johnson, who's a very talented player, and you've got Kareem Hunt for half a season, who's a very talented player. So that is three players that are probably in sort of your top 20 running backs and two in your top maybe 10 in the league. Um, that, for me, is why I stand out number one, um, not just for us in this ranking, but also, I would say, number one running back room in the NFL. Well,
0: here's my thought, because if you take... Duke Johnson's head's all over the place at the moment. And then you take out Hunt not starting until week nine. Actually, I don't think the running back room's that strong. I, I don't oh, okay. Chubb's a great
1: running back, so yeah, hundred I get where you're coming from. I think all the Duke Johnson stuff is completely overblown. Um you could say Baker Mayfield's heads out the game and he he's got married. So um I think they're both Heads fully in the game. There's no issue here with either of them. Um, Duke Johnson is publicly disrespected by um, the GM and obviously doesn't feel valued by the team. That's got nothing to do with what he does between the white lines. Um, he's going to go out there and fight for every yard and everything he can do. So I've I've got zero concerns on that front. Um, it, he He's unhappy and I can't blame him for that.
0: Well, look. Uh- Mate, you've got the record button on your end, so we're going to have to go your decision, I think. So running back in the wide receiver room?
1: Yeah, yeah, wide receiver is second for me. Um, I think there is a lot of potential and talent in there. Um, It's going to be interesting to see what happens with the fifth and sixth option on the roster. And also, who comes out as the number three player? Um, Higgins versus Callaway is going to be a battle. Um, and that's going to be interesting to see sort of what the starters are, because I think We saw a lot of two tight end sets, three tight end sets, two running back sets last year. I don't think you're going to see much of that. I think you're going to see a lot more um, three or four potentially wide receiver sets. Um, So more wide receivers than last year.
0: All right, good. Now, who are you going with your uh, third pick?
1: My third pick, and (laughs) it's based on the quality of the starters because the depth worries me slightly is the defensive end room i think you've got miles garrett and olivier vernon who are both sort of i would say are we gonna say top 10 Uh, let's just say top 16 in the league um both of them um you've got avery who i like chris smith's okay but not that great chad thomas is spinning decks um but in terms of the starters, those. Mate, two, when you say
0: spinning decks, are you saying he's a house DJ? Because I thought he's more of a hip hop MC.
1: Mate, I, I I will leave the beats to you. Um, I just know he likes music.
0: Okay. All right. But, well, uh, my third was actually on the pure ability of one player, and that is the quarterback room with Baker Mayfield.
1: I've gone slightly deeper there. Um just because I think Baker had a really good end to the season. But let's see what he does this whole season. And in terms of a backup, I've got no issue with having Drew Stanton as a backup, but it's not great. Um, So I've really weakened that based on the... other. I've got him down at the quarterback room down as fifth. Um, I want to see Baker go out there and do it again um, because we've had one-year wonders at quarterback. He's not that. But um, there is the potential now. Teams have got more tape on him. Um, that there might not be that massive leap forward that we have seen in second years for many quarterbacks. Um, I think the bar is already very, very high for him. And uh, let's see what he's going to do. It's going to be exciting. But uh, I've gone defensive end just because that's sort of two Pro Bowl. Not, I wouldn't say Vernon's an all-Pro talent, but um, they're definitely up there in sort of. The top twenty-five percent of the league.
0: All right. Well, defensive end was my fourth. My view on the quarterback was: Baker Mayfield, pending injuri- injuries, will be on the pitch every single second that we kind of need him. So that's why he, he rated so highly. Like defensive end, they're going to be rotating. Defensive tackle, they're going to be rotating. But quarterback, he's going to be on the he's going to be on the uh, pitch as much as. Uh, he possibly be Can. So uh, yeah, that was my thought. Where did you rate uh, quarterback then, mate?
1: It comes in fifth for me.
0: So, uh, okay. And uh, my fifth was quarterback. Uh, I've got cornerbacks in fourth. Mm. Okay. So we're all in the same area here. So we've got to kind of just work out. So I've gone quarterback, defensive end, cornerback. You've gone defensive end... Quarterback, quarterback, yeah, okay. So, I, th- I think eight.
1: it's fair to say that we've both got cornerback as fourth, so I drop that into fifth. Um, and then it's the debate on defensive end versus QB. I- I'm happy to go QB. Um, the reason why I've got cornerback in that mix and not quite as high is I think there's insane potential there with Ward and Greedy Williams. Greedy Williams obviously hasn't played yet. Uh, Ward has injury question marks. Um, Terence Mitchell is fantastic as a sort of rotational piece. Is he an out and out starter all the time and going to be sort of taking your team to the top defense? No, Um, but that's nothing wrong with that. He's not paid to be a a, uh, superstar. He's uh, paid to go out there and deliver and do... He's outperforming his contract, and that's all you can ask for a player. Um, that you picked up in free agency, which is a rare thing to do um, to find a free agent outperforming their contract. And then I look at TJ Carrie. No, I'm not not a massive fan. Um, He's good. Don't get me wrong. Is he sort of going to take your defense and cornerback room to be in one of the best in the league? No. But uh, that's fine. They're a very, very, very good room. Flirting with great. And if Greedy Williams does well and Ward steps up another level, they're going to be a great room and that's easily, I could see that finishing as our third or even our second best room this season, but it's a lot of potential and I've, I've graded potential down in this because I want to work on what I know players can do, not what I hope players can do.
0: All right, mate. So what is your final order of quarterback, defensive end and cornerback?
1: Well, mine's, Still the same, but I'm happy to go with you. Um, You gave me the running back last time, so we'll go QB, defensive end, cornerback.
0: I'm happy to go with the view of two pro bowlers over one, defensive end stronger than the quarterback. Okay.
1: Let's go with that. So it's running back, wide receiver, defensive end, quarterback, cornerback.
0: Okay, great. Now, who is your sixth pick, if I'm correct?
1: I've gone with tight end. Um, I am a massive fan of David Njoku. um valve. I just not sure, but I think um, Harry, is it Demetrius Harris? It's Harris. Um, who's come in. It's really well liked. They, um, Saw some good stuff from him in Kansas City. You had the likes of Evan Silver and the Podfather. I'm really hoping he went to a, another team that could have used him as a starting tight end because they they see a lot of uh, potential in him. Um, and I think he is a solid get. Um, I think we're only really going to play one tight end set. So David Njoker is the starter. You, you don't need too much depth because they're going to be rotating um, that sort of tight end position, I think, with not extra tight ends, you're very much going to be rotating that with four wide receiver sets or, say, two running back sets. I don't think you're actually going to see that many two tight end sets. So you could probably do nearly all season with David and Joku there as long as it's blocking games up. Um, so uh, oh, I think he's a, uh, a really good get, and uh, that for me is the sixth room.
0: Yeah, same as me, mate. On my one, I've gone for tight end sixth. Uh, I think uh, Nduku is a real key potential pro bowler. So uh, that's why he rates higher to me than uh, O-line, linebacker, defensive tackle and safety.
1: Did you see his comments this week? How many touchdowns has he said he wants to get this year? I haven't, no. 20.
0: 20 touchdowns. Or how many touchdowns would Gronk normally we get a season?
1: I'm not sure, but I don't think it's that high. I don't even know the last time a a tight end got 20 or even a tight end has got 20 in a season. Um, But I do think he's going to rack up points, and that's why I made sure I picked him up in my dynasty league that I drafted last year. I've got Kelsey as my starting tight end and Njoku as my backup. Um, I think Njoku is going to be flying by the end of this season. Um, He's going to find a really easy job because you're going to get... um, OBJ and then either Callaway and Higgins on the outside. You can get Landry on the inside and also him on the inside, meaning he's going to have a lot of space in there because they're naturally going to put more people towards OBJ, um, Callaway and Higgins, and then onto Landry. So he's basically the fourth target. And if Chubb's receiving, he might even drop down to sort of the fifth target in there, which means a lot of space. Baker likes the middle of the field, loves tight ends. And especially in the red zone, He's going to be catching touchdowns for fun. So um, his yardage might not be as big. His target share will be good. And I think his touchdown share is going to be fantastic. So that's one to keep an eye out for, guys. Don't reach too high for him in drafts, but he's certainly one. Don't panic and grab a Kelsey or a Kittle.
0: Feel free to wait on David Njoku and you will run that bank at home. Well... The record for receiving touchdowns in a season is 23, set by Randy Moss during the 2007 season. Have you got the
1: numbers for tight ends though? I'm ready to do that right now.
0: Uh, Oh. I just uh, Googled that as well and it came up with wide receiver. So let me just have a look. Yeah, touchdowns. It's coming in around Pats two thousand nineteen Gronk seventeen. So it's, so it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. So but that very unlikely. I think anything double digits would be a great season for him. Yeah, I think
1: he needs that breakout year, and um, I'm excited. I, th- I think he can he can really do good things. So, four positions left. They are O-line, linebacker, defensive tackle, safety. What is the next position for you, Paul?
0: I've gone with O-line, linebacker, defensive tackle, and safety as, as my last batch of uh, positions. In that order? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I've got them all tiered in the same because I tiered them before I ranked them. Um, so these are all in my bottom tier. I've gone defensive tackle, safety, O-line, and then linebacker is the worst. Um, make the case for... Uh, you went O-line first. Make the case.
0: Yeah, so for for me, for the O-line is, obviously a lot of people are saying, we don't really know how good... It's going to be with Corbett in there. It's weaker than last year. But we've got the uh, uh, tackles, which obviously Greg Robinson, number two draft pick, I think, I've got what year it was, and uh, Chris Hubbard. And then you've got Pro Bowl, uh, Joel Petonio. It's, you know, our centre as well. Um, Tretter you know, potential pro bowler is not that bad. And then you've also got the second tier of the depth of, you've got players there, Weissman, Cush, and they've all like played 10, 12 games a season. So starting games a season. So there's quite a lot of depth there as well. So that's where I've rated our O-line so uh, so high.
1: Yeah, I've gone with one off bottom. Um, I I think there is positives there. If we were looking at sort of the interior for last year, that would have been my number one. I I would have pushed that above running backs, just purely interior on guards and centres. And I think depth along the O-line is actually very good. Um, I'm really happy with our depth. It's our starters that I worry about. The right guard and the tackle play, um, the numbers were good last year because Baker got the ball out very quickly and that plastered over the cracks. Um, that was poor tackle play um, and people will point to the sack numbers. They're going to play a very different game this year. And as they play more wide receivers and look to have more of a downfield game, the tackles are going to need to hold people up a longer and that's not something they're good at um, So I do have serious concerns. James Campen is obviously a big upgrade along the um, O-line coaching. So that is positive there, but uh, it worries me. Um, I think it's a position where if we took one and two in the draft coming up, um, O-line, I wouldn't be surprised. I went actually with first the defensive tackle room. And that's because I look at the starters and they're not worldies. I, like, I really, really like Hogan Jobe. He's one of my favourite players. He's overrated by Browns fans. He's a very good player. They seem to think... How dare you? They, there's lots of Browns fans that seem to put him in like top five defensive tackles in the league. He's not that good. Um, I think he shows amazing flashes. He needs to play a lot less snaps. He was ridiculously overused by our coaching staff on defence last year. Um, you cannot have a defensive tackle playing over two thirds of snaps. The minute that happens, you need to have serious questions about what the coaching staff and what the GM is allowing, because that that can't go on. Um, they're big guys and they get knackered, so um, there's no depth. That that for the reason for me is why it's so low. Um, they are two phenomenal starters. There is no depth, and um, for me. Yeah, it's there because I like the starters and I think they can do really good stuff. There's nothing behind them, though.
0: Yeah, I think when you look at that, uh, the starters, I'm going to be a bit more positive and probably go back to where I've ranked them. Potentially, they both could be pro bowlers.
1: Um, I don't think Ogunjobi's at that level yet, um, especially with the fact they've only got two. So they're going to probably be overused on snap counts. Um, If we had three, if they sign McCoy and we're talking about the three of them are playing somewhere between 50 and 60% each because you're going to have NASCAR packages when you throw Garrett or Vernon inside, um, then you're talking about all three could have been up there and had insane sack numbers, pressure numbers, um, pro Bowl votes. But um, where it's just the two... Yeah, it's, it's a concern.
0: Okay. And um, just remind me, where was uh, O-line for you?
1: O-line for me is one off the bottom. Um, just because the thing with the O-line, you're only as strong as your weakest member. Is something you hear O-line coaches and people bang on about. And while the centre is probably top eight in the league, the left guard is probably top three, I want to say, in the league. Um the rest of it is left wanting. Um, so uh, th- I have serious concerns. I think Baker Mayfield's going to get hit a lot more this year.
0: Well, let's put defensive uh, tackle as the top one because we have got two great starters. Yeah. All right, then Then it leaves us with the bottom three to fight uh, out. Uh, so my
1: next one on the list is safety. I think Randall is very good. Um, if we had Peppers as well here, we're talking, I would have been putting it in our top five um, with them two. I just think there is a massive nothing at the moment in terms of strong safety. Um, it's one good starter and I'm not sure. Um, do they even pay Randall? I think it's going to be a really interesting question we're going to see play out this year. Um, I, I just have no real confidence at the moment in any of the rest of the people in the safety room and um, there's a lot of average um, which is fine you can't have everyone as great on your roster because that's why the salary cap's there um, it's just average and um, Randall plus average it's not inspiring
0: I've gone with the they're the worst position however I feel that it, they could surprise everyone Glue and be well organized and be one of our top 5 position rooms if everything went well they gelled well and uh, yeah they, they started well for the season
1: yeah i i think it's it's an interesting one if we get in head with leeds and then the uh, the d-lines able to just chase after the quarterback on every snap and just go for it, knowing it's going to be a passing down, then it's going to make their life a lot easier on the back end to cover because they'll only have to cover for a short amount of time. I'm just still not sure because we're hearing lots about Randall's going to play a lot closer to the line at times. And if he's close to the line, who's deep? Um, And it doesn't really seem to make sense. Um, For me, Randall's the one you stick deep and then uh, you work everyone else around it. So um, I, I definitely can see why you put that as our bottom one overall. And I, I think I'm happy to agree with that.
0: Okay. So that means O-line, lineback.
1: I currently have linebackers our worst. The reason for that is Joe Schobert is one of the top five coverage linebackers in the NFL, I believe, in terms of numbers with PFF. He's certainly in that range. Um, You've then got... Not much else. Um, I, Kirksey as a human being is phenomenal. His play in the last two years isn't. Um, he could go back to a high level. Um, the Williams are not great in terms of scheme on linebacker play. It's not something linebackers excelling. Um, so it's not too much of an issue. And also, if um, we see our defence shift from a 4-3 defence to more of a four-two-five. Less linebackers means an advantage. You've got two players you drafted who have got potential, but I'm not here banking on potential. I want more proven um, in terms of ranking the rooms at this stage of the season. So for me, that's my bottom room on this, and I think the overall line room is better than the linebacker room just because other than Joe Schobert, who does still need to work on his tackling, there's not much there.
0: Yeah, okay, so I think we've got it then, mate. So uh, the last three are going to go O-line, linebacker, safety, if I'm correct.
1: Yep, so to run from the top, we've got running back, wide receiver, defensive end, quarterback, cornerback, tight end, defensive tackle, O-line, linebacker, safety.
0: Excellent, there we go, guys. Look, look. Give us some feedback. Give us some opinions. We're only human. We only give our our views and opinions. And uh, if you totally disagree, let us know on Twitter. uh, And then maybe we can have a more of a debate. Maybe we go for a percentage votes. But yeah, it'd be interesting to know what you think about your strongest to the weakest position rooms.
1: Yeah, rank your 10 and then tweet them at Paul. um, And uh, yeah, let them know. What, what What way do you cut your 10?
0: Oh, I just write them down top to bottom, mate, just uh, how I feel.
1: Oh, no, 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 I imagine as in the audience. Ne- tweet them at you and oh, um, right. l- let, let us know how reject. you guys have gone. I know yours because
0: you just told me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I just want to say another big well done and congratulations to uh, everyone in America for winning the Women's Football League or World Cup. Jack, anything you want to say on that?
1: No, not really. Uh, I <laughs> haven't watched any of it. Um, you not my... watched the
0: England and America game?
1: No, I went to the pub instead. Um, the only bit I've watched, my dad put it on and five minutes later I fell asleep. So that for
0: me has been the uh, World Cup. Yeah. How do you feel though when they say things like, Germany haven't lost to Sweden in 20 years, and then they compare it to the... Uh, men's game it's a bit confusing isn't it oh uh, it's, it's one
1: of it's one of them stupid stats they come out with even premier league football when they start talking about oh uh, chelsea haven't lost to this team in 45 years The last time they played them was like 32 years ago. It's like, who really cares? (laughs) Because, and even like those uh, stats where they come out, since the Premier League's been going, Chelsea have beaten X team this many times, drawn this many times, lost this many times. And it's like half of those games were like 25 years ago. (laughs) No one cares. It's like, if if you wanted to give us like the last two, three seasons, I was like, fair enough. It's interesting when you look at those numbers. But it's like... Just the nonsense commentators like chatting
0: about. Well, the EPL starts in uh, nearly uh, a month now. Yes, about
1: right. So uh, pre-season has already begun and uh, it's an exciting time.
0: So uh, let's go. Yeah, and I think we've got two and a half weeks left until uh, the Browns players report into Bria. And uh, yeah, then we've got... um, I think first first week in August, or maybe uh, second week in August, our first preseason game against Adams Buccaneers. Ooh,
1: it's all it's all about looking forward to week three. First part of week three is
0: your uh, really tasty week. And anyone that really likes listening to me, you know how important I rate the preseason, especially when we went four and zero, and it really rolled off for the rest of the season.
1: All right, always good to catch up, Paul. Have a fantastic week. And uh, thanks again, guys, for listening. And uh, have fun.